What's going on? Welcome back to the Bread and Sauce podcast uh, special edition. I'm I'm not here with Will and Nolan today. I'm doing a special one that I want to do sort of sort of once a month or so, um, just to just to do something different when we've got someone that we know or someone around that's doing something interesting, something that we could talk about. Um, I want to try and do that a little more often and uh, broaden the horizon a bit. So today I've got the infamous Gabriel with me, younger brother of Woody, who we seem to slander on our podcast on a weekly basis. So, Gabriel, what's happening? What's going on? Not much, bro. Just, just cruising, you know. Cruising. But I, yeah, I saw this podcast, you know what I mean? I'm just like, oh, i got to jump on this. Absolutely. So, yeah. Gabriel and I actually, many moons ago, did our, our very own Minecraft series and a few <laughs> other few other bits and pieces on the old YouTube. Um, yeah. I guess that's where it kind of all started for both of us. Really, yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're we're miles away from that now. Um, Gabriel, you've been hopping into the music, um, you know, which is yeah. obviously on SoundCloud. It's it's very broad. There's um a wide community of different people from all over the planet, pretty much um dropping their stuff down. But really, what 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 got you into it? Like, obviously, everyone's you know got a pretty cliche story when it comes to. Uh, why they fell in love with music, so you know. But for you personally, like, what what's the difference between falling in love with music and being like, no, no, this is something I actually want to pursue? Well, really, it was just like a way to express myself, I guess, lyrically. And uh, yeah. I see, I was looking at the rap game a couple of years ago when I just started rapping, and this was like what. Say like two years ago now, I've been rapping for about two years, roughly. Yeah. It's just, it was a way to express myself. I've always been, I say like with a grain of salt, but I've always been gifted, quote unquote, with writing. Like you ask anyone who's listened to my lyrics, right? The production quality may not be as good as it can be, but the lyrics is the part I care about the most, really. Yeah. So being able to express myself through lyrics and have other people try and relate to those lyrics is really what did it for me especially with yeah especially with like you look at other artists look at um polo g for example look at polo g like came up from the trenches and like expresses himself he's not like dirk or um or king von doesn't really you know what i mean they're from the same area but they don't really they talk about roughly the same things but Apology relates to like a different audience. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I feel that. So I guess the the big questions for me is, you know, there's like I said, with with SoundCloud in particular, there's like a lot of a lot of young artists like that are always trying to push their their stuff. And I guess especially in scenes like like America and the UK where the rap game in particular, I guess, over our lifetimes in the past, like, 20-plus years now, has, like, really taken off to a point where you have to stand out and be different. But being in the Australian scene, obviously, like, how how do you feel like you personally can take what you love about the American scene, the English scene, the UK scene, and then also the fact that, at the end of the day, like, the scene hasn't necessarily grown yet in Australia. Like, there's only a few 
big artists and those artists that do make it in Australia, they end up, you know, the kid Leroy is obviously a prime example coming from, yep. from our area and he's blown up, but he's, he's done what any, any like smart young kid that's blown up would do. And that's go overseas to America and really like take it up a next step. So for you personally coming from, from Sydney, um, the same way, like a kid Leroy, like what, what do you think you could do or what is it that you think you do that that helps you stand out um, in the Australian scene that's growing at the moment? So realistically, if you look at the Australian scene right now, it's mainly drill. Yeah. Right. So you look at 1-4. Um, who are those, who yeah, are those the, other the rappers? Ones? That, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to get it right. It's like the hooligans or something. HP boys. HP yeah, boys from it. Melbourne. Um, yeah. And then you got what is it like the inner west? Yeah, it, twenty uh, like tw- uh, twenty one district. That's it, and all of yeah. them. They're, it's, they're it's all, all very drill based. Yeah, yeah, it's all drill pretty much. Like I mean, you got you got some boys like um, they're these other boys. I'm not sure what their group's called, but they're doing J funk. Right. Okay. It's, yeah, it's it's heaps unique, but the sound that I'm really trying to chase is. It's not one, it's all the sounds. Like, I can't really put my finger on one specific sound and be like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do them all. Yeah. You know? I I think that's, like, the right approach. I feel like, you know, a lot of artists, they probably probably realise, like, there's one sort of path for them that's working. And even though it might not be what they want to do, like, you know, you could put, you probably got, like, you've got drill artists right now who probably don't get the numbers they want because they're just going to do, they're just going to do drill and they don't want to get labeled as a, as a rapper or a singer or, you know, feature artist, something like that, you know, but you see the people that have like, you look at the the world icons of music right now, you look at a Drake or an Ed Sheeran, even for that matter. And those two in particular, they, you can't you can't just say Drake's a rapper and you can't just say that Ed Sheeran's a, a an artist because both of them have it's have more done than that so many different so many different avenues like Drake can go yeah. from from doing songs with with Skepta and and Dave to doing them with with all the biggest names in in the states and then you know like obviously Canada's real tight Nick at the moment they got like three of the the biggest Donnies in all of in all of music right now with uh Justin Bieber, Drake himself, and then um the weekend. I mean, those three have like the music scene uh, in a chokehold almost. Yeah, so, to me, like you you can't you know you can't just do one sort of sort of avenue of music. You you got to like really broaden um yeah you know your sound. So, but yeah, so I mean um. That's good that that you know you don't want to get stuck in one lane per se. But um, if you if you had to if you had to if you had to like because you said the lyrics are important to you, right? Obviously, yeah, very. So one thing I love about about music and the music that I listen to most is stuff that, like you said, is is relatable, right? And obviously, I'm not saying yep. like you have to listen to a song and be like, oh, I've been in that exact same situation before. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is is that when you listen to when you listen to a song and you listen to the artist say something that's not about money, not about cars, not about girl and all that, but just 
sort of the difficulty of of a situation and how that can be how that can be implemented into into your own life you know what i mean yeah so yeah for you like what sort of what's your like target target audience like the sort of people that you think can relate to the stuff that you put into your lyrics really i want to the the main goal the idea of what i want to do is i want to write lyrics to influence like the next generation and to inspire the next generation artists that are coming up you know what i mean like yeah. i'm only si- i'm only 16 i'm like a part of this new generation so i'm listening to people who are what five years older than me six years older than me the right? gap's not that big it's not yeah it's not that big but eventually eventually the the shit will kick off yeah like it doesn't matter it's like 10 seconds or 10 years it'll kick off and that's 100%. that's that is the idea that I'm trying to push, right? Like, if you stay into a... The grind is what I'm trying to push. If you stay into a grind, everything will pay off, right? And this is what I look at, a lot of my friends, and this is what I don't see them thinking about. They don't... Like, I, I like to think of myself as a more mature person than my mates. Like, I've already got some ideas of what I want to do and the dream I want to chase after school. and. Yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at my mates and they're spending so much fucking money on just stupid stupid designer shit. Like, don't get me wrong, I'll, I I would love I'd love to have, like designer stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you say that that comes after the hard work. Yeah, that has to come after the hard work. You can't just be blowing all your pay on like yeah, trying to look belt. good in the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. Well, okay. On that note, right? Like you said, like look, you are you're only sixteen. But, yeah. you know, I still remember when we when we were doing our, you know, like anything starts, you know, no one gets, well, obviously nowadays in the technology age, people get famous overnight, but that's that's one in a million. Like, you look at the population, the sort of yeah. people that get famous overnight, that's that's by fluke, you know what I mean? But, but yeah. like yourself, you've always been a hard work. You've always been someone that, that puts in a million right. percent on things. Yeah. Like, you clearly grew up like you said, like there's what probably eight years difference between us. Maybe you yeah. you grew up in a time where social media is everything. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. when you when you put out your stuff, like what I'm not saying you wouldn't you wouldn't think about it at all. But when people say stuff like "oh this is trash" or blah blah blah, like whatever they say, whatever people are gonna say, right? Like yeah, how how do you how do you manage that like how do you how do you deal with that and think no i don't care what other people say like this this is about me and and what i want to put out and what i want to do to grow yeah. as a person and not let other people because i'm only asking this because i know a lot of people in my year per se um they've gone on to do great things after high school and i look at it and i'm like they would have never bothered trying to do this in high school because you know there's people that are going to bully them there's people that are going to say shit and yeah i feel like because of the time that we've come up in in the technology era like a lot of a lot of really uh smart and and capable people probably don't don't push themselves in high school when they're around kids their own age every day who can you know like spinelessly talk shit about them like so for you yeah. personally you're still in high school what what do you do to like block out that noise or to deal with it when someone 
like a mate or someone that's not a mate or someone that you know just around like says says things yeah. that aren't positive towards you so really if it's if it's something my mate would say obviously because we have that relationship previously what i would do is i would listen i wouldn't block my mate out. i would listen to the what they're saying and i would translate it into feedback yeah and i would use that feedback to make the track sound better remix it or whatever but if it's someone i don't know just some nobody yeah like i'm i'm not trying to be some somebody to a nobody like yeah exactly. even 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 regardless even if they're talking shit they're still talking about me yeah that's one way to look at it that's a, that's that's i wish everyone could look at it like that bro honestly so so realistically i just look at them as they're jealous of me because they don't have the skills the time or the talent to even pursue something so big as this and like this is a big goal like if this you know what i mean and i don't yeah. think of it as as if i think of it as when right but yeah. see that's the thing like you've got you've got a mindset that i feel like a lot of people like it you know if i was 16 i wish i had that mindset you know what i mean like i think i, yeah. w- I probably would have been about 16 or so when i was watching youtube videos and going right like this is what i want to do you know what i mean and it took until yeah. this year to be like nah stuff it let's start the podcast you know what i mean it's one of those yeah, things yeah. you always talk about that like i feel like i didn't have that that spine in high school because you're always worried about what other people are going to say it's not like i was hated in high school or anything i had plenty of friends but i guess like not yeah. everyone can just handle you know someone going oh yeah that's that guy who posted that or or that's that guy who thinks he can rap blah blah you know what i mean whereas once you're out of high school you realize that shit doesn't matter anymore and it's like oh i wish i knew that when i was still in high school you know that that kid yeah said that thing it's not gonna matter you know what i mean yeah so no but that's good like yeah i think i think people your age should have the confidence that you have and i think that you know technology is such a it's it's a blessing and a curse really isn't it because obviously without technology you can't do what you're doing now but because of it people can say what they want and you know hide behind screens and stuff yeah but to be fair like people can act up all they want like and they they will truly know that they're not like about it i guess like really the the social backlash that i that i copped from the start yeah was was bad like and then after that i went through some breakup and whatever and that really that really pushed me hard like felt like fell to my knees and after that i just went through like a three month four month growing period mm-hmm. where i just worked on myself really i like i took a break from rapping and i just worked on myself and i came back and I just realized how better I got at it while not even needing to rap. Well, I think that's like one of the things, isn't it? Where, you know, a lot of, a lot of people like, oh, you need to take time to grow and stuff like that. And like a lot of cliches come with growing up and you, you hear it from people and you, you know, you don't want to believe it, but like, you know, for you in particular, I know like you did stuff like go on gym, um, you know, you're, you're on and off PlayStation sometimes like, you know, chilling with your mates, going to parties and that. But at the end of the yeah. day, like you, you don't forget about what it is you want to do. Like if you, no, if no, you want never. to bring out an, an album or something like how, how yeah. do you balance? Like, because, you know, I see a lot of rappers, right. Where 
they start out, you know, around your age and posting videos and stuff. And then all of a sudden it just takes one person to actually, you know, see that they're a chance and, and take that chance on them. Um, and then, you know, you see 10 years later after like all the partying and the cars and all that, like to me, Bugsy Malone's a great example. He is always in good shape. Like he's always in the gym yeah. um, and getting shredded and stuff. And you can see that the music that follows when you lead a healthy lifestyle, like is always better. So for you, like what, what is, what, it, why is it so important to do things like go gym, um, you know, like watch what you're eating and stuff like that. And then that, and not just not just 100% rap, like, what, yeah. what, how do you find that balance? Why is the balance so important? The balance, okay, so the balance is like, well, it's important to me specifically, right, because when you go to the gym, right, and you're you're working out and you're pushing heavy weight, right, it, you kind of, you, once you're done, you leave the gym and your mind is clear before you went in. When you went into the gym, your mind's racing, probably. Well, that's yeah. at least with me. Like, I'm, I can't stop thinking. Like I've always got ideas popping into my head, bars that I write down on my phone. Like yeah. personally, I write I write in a book, but when I'm out and about, I have to write on my phone. So I might be in the gym in between sets, writing lyrics on my phone, no beat, but it just yeah, happens. Yeah. And just having that clear mind helps me articulate better words and as well, like leading a healthy lifestyle you're not putting shit in your body like it's just yeah it's always gonna be better for ma- you yeah it just makes you feel better i guess that's that's the best way i can put it it, it just makes you feel better being a clearer mindset and as well you don't really like worry about what other people are doing you just kind of because you're doing this all for you you're not really worrying about other other people and what they think well i'd say those are probably like the three main like yeah. ingredients to success is like the motivation, the balance, and like remembering that the motivation has to be for you, not for not for other people. Exactly, because you're so because you're so focused on yourself, you don't have time to worry about what other people are saying about you. And when yeah. you do listen, and when you do listen in, specifically for me, half the time I just zone out. Like I don't even want to listen to them because I've got like so much other things that I'm worrying about. I'm trying to balance trying to balance this rapping i'll be up i'll be up like what till two in the morning two thirty in the morning writing lyrics yeah like, um, that's, a, that's, 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 that's what you got to do though that, that's the difference between yeah. someone who's going to get there and someone who is who isn't so, that's, a, that's a regular day for me yeah so all right well yeah i mean obviously like you said it's it's pretty much based on the individual and we've spoken about what drives you what motivates you and all that good stuff um, yep. but I want to start getting into some, some more fun topics, some more, <laughs> some more, uh, you know, I, I want you to give me, you don't have to give me three, but yeah, but maximum three over your lifetime. They don't have to be, they don't have to all be rappers that are like, but just three artists in general who, who like really capture you with their music. Like not, not, oh. you're not saying that they're the best. You're not saying they're the greatest, but like. Just the ones that I'm inspired that, like, by. Yeah, inspired you. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what I'm looking for. Oh, Nipsey, hundred percent for the the grind and the hustle. Yeah. Nipsey, hundred percent. Um, Polo G for that sound, that sound and the lyrical aspect. And 
this one's a split one. This has to be a split one, really. Kenny and Dave for their wordplay and their metaphors. Yeah. Like, I can't, I, there's no way I could narrow it down to three. Those, those four artists right there are the four artists I look up to. And it's sad, it's sad that Nipsey's gone. It really is because I, I looked up to him, like, you know, and he just even through his music and watching interviews um, with him, like about him, right? Just yeah. helped me gain like an aspect of the grind and really what it takes to be that person. Yeah, 100%. Um, well, I mean, he was, he was doing his, like, because he was sort of, the drill scene in America. Yeah. And, you know, like, there's probably always going to be a debate on to where drill started, but drill is uh, like a king genre in the UK, whereas in the States, it, like, it sort of came with Nipsey, you know what I mean? Like, that, that's, yeah. that's sort of where it took off in the States. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say where it started or where yeah. it took off first, but I just know as far as, like, the the drill scene because obviously obviously like you know rap has always been big in in the states but then they sort of went to you know what some people want to argue is mumble rap or yeah you know, what have you <laughs> which you know I'm yeah, not the yeah. biggest fan of but like not you know drill drill was has to me at least has always been more relative in in the UK scene and so I feel like you know they always say you know you you're you're worth more when you when you're gone you know like that they they'll miss oh. you more than than they care about you while you're still here yeah so I'm, I'm not i'm not gonna cap like i did not know who nipsey hustle was before he died and you yeah, start neither. seeing like a lot of a lot of like a lot of uh famous people who who knew him start posting stuff and it's like well where was that love before he went you know what i mean so you know, yeah. it sucks, but in a, in a lot of cases for musicians, I mean, you even look at Juice World, who who was already huge before he died, but like, oh yeah, but how much more we miss that sort of sound now is is insane. You know, I watch videos of him like freestyling with like Zeus and B Lou, and I'm like, right, like this guy, this guy was insane. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah, yeah, I, I I get that with Nipsey, like, you know, obviously. With him gone now, it's it's a little bit harder, but yeah, yeah, but um, right. yeah, yeah. So those are your, those are your inspirations, but in terms of, and obviously, you know, you're only sixteen, and I'm not acting like I, you know, I was there when music was born or anything. <laughs> yeah, but if you had to go like your top three, like the the best, not just that who inspired you, but like when the I goat. say the best. I mean, like, not, not, oh, they sold the most this, or that, you know, they got the most people to this concert. Like, just oh, yeah. the three best artists, do you know what I mean? Like, the three best individual artists of all time, in your opinion. Oh, okay. In my opinion, I'm going to look through my playlist now, because <laughs> I've got so many. Um, yeah. Personally, right. So the artist that I like fuck with the heaviest, right? So it's Nipsey, Nipsey, Mac, probably Biggie. Okay, so it, it, no one, no one's alive on your on your top three list. Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, no, no, that's fair. That's fair. Because I listen to I listen to a wide range of sounds, right? So I can kind of grasp the idea of every single type of sound. Yeah. Right. But those those three are like in my in my opinion like OGs. Yeah, like huh. Biggie Biggie like people say oh this Tupac better than Biggie thing. Realistically, Biggie was a better rapper. I, I think the one thing you can't you can't deny is that Tupac's voice is the greatest voice in rap history. In, oh, in my 100%. opinion, like, that's where a lot of people, I think, you know, they're like, oh, you know, Tupac's better than Biggie. Like, I agree. I think as a lyricist, as a rapper, I think Biggie was better. But yeah. that's one of those voices. No, like, bro, you're not yeah, going to get another the, Tupac. And the, mess, and the message you push, he pushed behind it as well. Yeah. You know, like being like that his mother was a Black Panther. And, you know what I mean? This yeah. and that. Coming, like being, you know what I mean? Being uh, oppressed. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Being a voice for the voiceless, that's a perfect um, term for it. Absolutely. That's yeah, what no, Tupac, I agree, that's what Tupac I agree. was. And no one, no one will ever be able to get to that level of what he did. People will come close, but they'll never get to his level. Well, I, I think and this is, you know, like take this with a grain of salt because I'm not saying that there aren't, you know, trialing times for people all across the world still. Yeah. But in the time that Tupac came up in was very like you know you look at you look at some of the major uh um like problems that that uh we've had in the past couple of years with with race and and gender and stuff like that um the way like i said before how technology can be a good and a bad thing right like the amount of people that are able to unite over certain situations yeah. you didn't get that back when Tupac was coming up you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he, could only, he could only feel how he felt and push it to people that he spoke to. Technology, you know. Imagine Tupac on Twitter today. Imagine. Could you imagine that? Like, the no, sort of, sort of like, viral messages he could get across on a platform like Twitter, he, he couldn't. And that's why, like, a lot, of, a lot of artists, like, you know, when they spend time talking about drugs and monies and cars and stuff, it's like, bruh, the people who, like, put out that music and like you said when we first started like uh you got you got to be inspired and motivated and there has to be a message behind it when you're yeah. when you're just talking about how much money you got last week and you know what i mean i'm not saying that it's not good music but don't don't sit here and, and act like you're not just about the money when that's all you're rapping about yeah because you know really I mean? realistically you're just shitting on the people that are listening to your music if you're yeah, just exactly. rapping about money cars and girls like I, I rap about that shit sometimes. I briefly put it in, but it's not about that really for me. It's yeah. like the the goal that I want to do when I when I make it, and like you know what I mean. Look at Snoop Dogg. Like you know how Snoop Dogg doing the side quest. He's finished the game of life. He's doing yeah. side quests. Exactly. The the goal is for me, really, I want to walk in Nipsey's footsteps, and I want to give back to the community that I came from. So. I've always, when I was younger, I've always had a passion to do kickboxing and Muay Thai and shit like that. So yeah. I'm opening, I want to open up a Muay Thai gym where kids train for free and it's cheap because these other gyms around here fucking, they want, they want an arm and a leg for you yeah. to train there. You know what I mean? Like what, 
for forty dollars a week. Like coming like sixteen year old, that forty dollars a week is a lot for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, exactly, for sure. And yeah, as and, well, and not every kid's gonna have their parents' support. Like yeah, to, to pay that. Exactly. You know, and like as well, coming from like uh, you know, when I was growing up, like kind of low income household, it was kind of a bit hard, but not really, I guess. We lived in a good area, but it's yeah. you know what I mean. It you know, mean that you, yeah, no. Look, obviously, and we're talking about like music here. A lot of a lot of rappers across the world like have gone through some shit, but that doesn't mean that as an individual we don't all go through something. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You don't you don't have to go through the worst of the worst to to feel like shit. You know, like at the end of the day, I I always say right, like there's things that I'll complain about, and then I'll be like, look, there's people starving in Africa, and and. And I'm sitting here complaining about, you know, X, Y, and Z. But, you you know, you can't look at every situation like that, unfortunately. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you can't just tell yourself, well, I can't feel like shit because the next bloke's feeling worse than me. That's just not how we should live. So, no, I, I get that. Yeah. And um, as well, like, um, there's a closing line that I'm going to start as well. Yeah, right. Yeah. That, that will happen eventually a couple years down the track. But I've already got... Um, a perfect idea of what I'm going to do and a hectic name for it, right? This is, is a mad name. Well, yeah, I mean, when, when, when you get a couple more balls rolling, we'll have to, we'll have to come on and do a part two. Um, yeah. See where you're up to in a couple of years time. But I, I want to be, we're, we're sort of hitting about the 40 minute mark now. So what I want to get to Gabriel uh, to cap yep. it all off. Um, I want you to talk to me about, your favorite song that you've put out so far, um, why it was your favorite song, and just just quickly, like when you like uh, on top of that, when you do put out a new a new track, um, just like a rough explanation as to how you go about doing that. So, so yeah, what's what, so, what, what? We'll start with your favorite. What was your favorite one that you've done so far? So this is release. We're talking release tracks. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. My favorite release track, oh, this is a hard one. Because I have to, I gotta love my music equally to put it out. 100%. Um, it would probably on the be on the Too Fast for Love EP that I released about eight months ago. Because I haven't released anything since because I've been working on a big album, the Genesis album. Yeah. Right. Um, that's coming out on 28th of 11th. <laughs> no, no. No, no, no shame. <laughs> um, but it has to be. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of the song. I think it was yeah. It was literally just called "Too Fast for Love" on the "Too Fast for Love" album, self-titled. So yeah. that song encapsulated the pain I was going through because I went through a break. I went through like a real bad heart, heartache, heartbreak sort of um, yeah, like yeah. time for for roughly that three or four months and it just it it hurt like it hurt bad but you could i i had a lot of feedback from that particular ep two songs in general with the trapped and the too fast for love people love those songs they yeah. love them because they could hear the pain in the voice and it was real because everyone else has been through something like that you know what i mean not everyone grew up in trenches blowing gats selling drugs you know what i mean yeah hard no, but, but everyone, I know what you mean. Like, yeah, not everyone yeah. wants to wants to explain themselves like that either. I feel like at your age, to like confidently 
come out and talk about how you feel. You know what I mean? It's easy for people to be like, you believe you wrote a song like it's just a breakup. No, like at the end of the day, you know, they say don't cry over spilt milk. But if you want to cry over spilt milk, you cry over that shit. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, like, yeah, it's what matters to you, you know? Yeah. And, and there might be 99 people out there that go, oh, like, wow, what a waste of time. Like, what what is he doing? If, the, if, if there's one person that listens to that song and says, shit, I can relate to this or this helped me with that, like, that's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah, you know and what I mean? literally, literally that EP was just for, pe- for people to crush on, really, because at that time I was listening to a lot of X, Juice, Kid Leroy, just uh, Trippy Red, all that type yeah. of music, because I was, I was upset. But even X said it, X said it in an interview with No Jumper, this music is music for people to crush on. Music that no one had, like we didn't have when we were going through something like this, you know what I mean? And obviously there's yeah. a lot of other factors and variables that you got to account for, for those other people's lives. Like look at X. He's been, he's been in like in jail, got multiple felony charges. And it's sad to see that he's gone at such a young age, but you know what I mean? Shit happens, bro. hundred percent, hundred percent. Nah, that's, that's good. And I'm glad you chose a song like that to talk about as, as one of your favorites, but as far as as far as for the stuff that you haven't released yet, how do you go about getting the songs produced, putting it together, and then and then finalize, finalizing it and like putting it out there? How how do you go about it roughly? So there'll be like a time where I'll just feel it, like it just comes naturally. It just feels it. Usually, it happens when I'm listening to music. Yeah. When I'm listening to music, I'll get an idea like five minutes in, and I'll be like, "Fuck, I want to write some bars right now." I'll find um, a beat and I've just got to, I've just got to like, I've got to, I can rap over any beat, but for the songs where I can pour my heart out and reel all the secrets, has to, I've got to, I've got to fuck with it heavy. And then and, what, like, how do you go about actually putting the beat to the music though? Like what app do you use to do that? So I, I currently use Audacity, but I'm going to eventually put some more money in and get some like studio time and probably some more equipment better equipment in my room yeah but at the moment i'm just using audacity and i've borrowed a mate's microphone (laughs) to to record the the tracks that i'm making and yeah i'm mixing them myself so i've been teaching my gotta start somewhere somewhere. i mean i I edit all these podcasts on my own so i feel you i feel you on that exactly you gotta you gotta find some way to cope with it and like i had someone else mixing my tracks before one of my closer mates, but yeah. he ev- he eventually got tied up in his own life, and you know what I mean. He can't really help me anymore, so I guess I've got to go solo dolo, and I got to do this on my own. But I, that doesn't mean I don't have um, a fan base pushing me to achieve but something. That's what matters, Bone. Like you said, like you could easily be like, "Well, I'm on my own now. What's the point? Like I can't be bothered." But if you're motivated, if it's what yeah. you want to do, you're gonna do it. I mean, I, yeah. I look at like you look at the guy who started Big Les, which is you know just a funny skit animation. Yeah, right, yeah. He did that shit on his his little Lenovo laptop, all yeah. by finger on on paint. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. is insane. And and he he just did that just like as a fuck around for him and his mates. But you know he he cared about it enough to to bother doing it. 
as long as it would yeah. have taken. And, you know, he probably, at this point, he probably has, like, enough to get a better laptop, do a better sort of animation, but he's like, this is the way yeah. I did it. So yeah, I, I get I that. But, but yeah, like, I think that just goes for anything. If it's, it's what you want to do, yeah. it doesn't matter about, um, you know, being the, having the most money behind it. Um, yeah. It's just, it's just about your passion wanting to do it. So... Anyway, yeah. yeah, that's that's uh that's that's me, Gabriel, uh, talking yeah. about him on the on the rise. Gabriel, what is your SoundCloud? Let everyone know how so, they can go and listen to your music. <laughs> okay, my SoundCloud is Thomo Tomo, my rap name. Coined it from yep. all the boys. But the Genesis album is dropping on the twenty eighth of eleventh this year, my birthday. So go and check that out when it releases. Awesome gonna be a hectic album i told you i poured my heart on this you know halfway through it i wanted to throw in the towel and i wanted to quit man really because it got still hard here now. still here now still here now so final year of high school next year going into it yeah i'm in my i'm in my first term of year 12 technically right. well well how about this i i plan on i plan on doing another one of these with you in a year's time right and i want to be able to look yeah. back on this and be like what are the two things that you promise to have achieved by this time next year for us to look back on and go, yeah, he did that? I I want to link up with a big producer. Yeah? Like a yeah, like a big producer. Um, either from Australia, America, UK, I don't mind. As long as I can link up with a big producer and get one of my tracks like top of the line, high end quality. Yeah. That that's one of the goals and eventually get on Spotify and Apple Music. All right, awesome. There you have it. That's me and Gabriel, the Bread and Sauce Podcast, special edition, done and dusted. I'll catch you guys next time. Peace.